<clears throat> All right. Hello. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. How, whenever the hell you're listening to this, it's Dave Woodhead here, host of Triple Host of Triple J Lunch, uh, and this podcast that you're listening to, Woodhead Wisdom, baby. What the fucking hell is going on? That's right. For your first time listener, we can swear on this one. You probably haven't heard me swear before, so there you go. A little fuck. Oh, fuck. Fucking Woodhead's, Woodhead's fucking swearing on this fucking podcast. Feels fucking good. There you go. That's how, that's how I treat first-time listeners. Fucking 40 seconds in, I'm pretending to make cum sounds. Yes, it is Dave Woodhead here. Um, and look, if you're listening to this, uh, the day that it drops, you might have noticed, uh, have not been at work this week. Um, from the hours of 12 to 3, you haven't heard my dulcet tones. Uh, I believe Pip Rasmussen, Luca Muller were filling in for me and appreciate those two a lot. Um, so let's just get right to it. Why has Woodhead not been at work this week? Now, historically, for historical purposes, every time I haven't gone into work, it's been because I've either been sick or hungover, or just plain slack. Historically, that is why I'm usually not at work. This week, a little bit different. Um, you might have heard if you were listening Triple J on the Monday that um, none, I'm gonna say none, I don't think any, any of the indigenous presenters were on air. Nookie was on Sunday, uh, and that's because of the referendum that happened um, on Saturday. Uh, the yes vote, Obviously, uh, if you don't know, then spoiler alert, um, we lost, um, yeah, we lost, man. The no vote came through 60, 40%. Um, yeah, so, man, I've been, I took, uh, I took Monday off, um, and, ah, oh, man, you know what, it got, I, I also took Tuesday off. I was fucking bummed out on Monday and Tuesday. I, I really was, um concerning those votes, uh, concerning the result. I mean, we all knew what the result was going to be. Deep down, though, I think all of us, well, everyone, everyone who was voting yes, uh, everyone who believed in the voice, all of us were kind of open for a fucking miracle. You know, maybe a little fucking, oh, dude, little cool runnings moment, man. But instead, um, it's like if... At, the end of Cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsled team just fucking tipped over and cracked their head on the fucking ice. That's what it felt like. Um, it was not, yeah, wasn't cool. Um, and yeah, look, I took mon- the Monday and the Tuesday, and then I took the Wednesday, and and now it's Thursday, and I'm just going, you know what? I'm gonna call it this week. Um, yeah, I, I and I'm I'm feeling better now. Um, but yeah, I just I think this shit kind of triggered. A little menti B, little menti B, little menti b- 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 breakdown. Um, not breakdown per se, but just feeling really fucking anxious this week. I think a lot of it also has to do with being cooped up in the house by myself. So it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. What's better, staying at home by yourself and going a little cat, getting a little cabin fever, going a little stir crazy, or talking to the whole goddamn national public? I don't know. It's a little fucking damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But look, I've been reading 
some books. <laughs> I've been talking to some fam, talking to some homies. So, you know, we're clearing up and should be back. Um, should be back on Monday. You know, that's that's my plan. Um, so sorry for leaving you hanging on the work site or whatever. But, um, yeah, just had to take a little voice. I'll take a little break from that because of the voice. And, um, man... <laughs> Yeah, just what a fucking wild weekend it was for that. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to bum, you know, anyone out. Um, but one thing I'll note, uh, I'll say, and it was actually, I'll, I'll say this positive thing about the voice um, after the election, after the results came through. Which, by the way, fucking how quick, how quick did they count these fuckers? I was so I had a mate's birthday party that night. I went to. Um, my cousin to see my cousin first just to say good day i'm leaving i leave the house uh abc's on they're about to start counting they haven't even opened the fucking boxes yet i go to my cousin's house and there for about an hour and then scroll on instagram they've called the fucking results crazy took an hour and 20 minutes for australia to decide <laughs> that they don't want to voice the parliament all right fuck it whatever yeah, um, yeah, uh, the positive, <laughs> I was like, what am I talking about, I'm talking about the positives, well, what's the word, the silver lining, that's what I'm looking for, the silver lining to this whole fiasco, uh, is the lovely DMs I got, man, I got, like, I put up a bit of a post when the results came in, and I was just like, you know, stay safe out there, rah, 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 you're loved, um, you know, just speaking from the heart, on this, you know, you gotta, sometimes you gotta speak to the, from the heart, to the fucking Instagram stories, you know, you know how this shit goes, um, and got a lot of love, got a lot of, um, DMs, and, uh, you know, from comics, and, and also, if you've sent one to me and I haven't responded, I'm sorry, it was a lot of them, I was also overwhelmed that night, you know how it is as well, uh, but shout out to Cashman, Tom Cashman, he was, like, the first comic to send one, which was lovely, I haven't responded to him yet, but shout out to you, Cashman, you know, lovely fellow, um, yeah, I was, you know, I was getting these DMs and I don't know if this is fuck to say, but I got these DMs and I thought to myself, man, Tony Armstrong's DMs going crazy right now. Dude, you fucking know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Tony Armstrong is getting, was getting the most crazy DMs on referendum night. That fucking handsome gun. Dude, if Woodhead was getting a couple of DMs, you know Armstrong was getting fucking mountains, bros. You know he was. Fucking girls from Bondi and shit going, Hey, Tony. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. What a, disrepo- what a disappointing result. Um, if you're really sad, though, I've got a gap you can close, you know. Bit of wordplay, bit of wordplay. Yeah, I know, I know Tony. Fuck, and I'm, I reckon Tony. I reckon he did some damage on referendum night, dude. Shout out to the brother boy. Shout out Tony Armstrong, dog. You know he was getting fucking, fucking. That would have been. I to be Tony Armstrong as soon as they fucking called the no result, dude. To be Tony for one night only, dude. That one night, that one night's a lifetime if you play your cards right. On the real. 
Shout out Tony Armstrong. Um, shout out, shout out Blackfellas in general, man. We're gonna move on. No more voice chat. That's it. I'm putting a ban on it. There must, there simply must be other things going on in the country right now. There simply must be. Um, you know what? <laughs> you know what's been going around my neck of the woods, my fucking area, uh, South by Southwest. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Um, to be honest, and I look, I mean, you, you know who I am. You know what I do. Dave Woodhead from Triple J. You know I got motherfuckers who work at South by Southwest. Boy, you know I do. You know I got shooters in South by Southwest. But with that being said, I still don't understand this festival at all. Where the fuck is the things? I just see signs everywhere. I never see events. I don't know what the fuck is going on. People walking around with their little fucking, what are they saying, lanyards? Oh my God, cunts love a lanyard, don't they? You give a cunt who doesn't usually wear a lanyard a lanyard, they lose their fucking mind. Bro, they think they're they're the fucking mayor. I've seen so many cunts with South by Southwest lanyards just fucking jaywalking. Like they own the fucking streets. Fuck off, you cunt. Use the crossing, you fucking tourist. Fucking disrespect my neighborhood, my fucking community like that. I live in I live in the city of Sydney. My the 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 tight knit community, which is the Sydney CBD. How dare you? Oh shit. Uh oh. Okay, hold on. Little bit of a pause here, everybody. I just spilled a bit of coffee. <clears throat> Alright, we are so fucking back. We are so back. I just fucking wiped up that coffee. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know what the hell the South by Southwest stuff is. And you know what? I don't want to fucking know. I don't want to fucking know, dude. Fucking panels. Oh, boring. Boring. Um... <laughs> It's so funny, they brought out, uh, one of the big announcements for South by Southwest is they brought out um, Chance the Rapper to do a speech. That's, it's so funny because that's exactly how I want to see Chance the Rapper in 2023. Don't give that kind of microphone to rap. I don't want to hear him sing about his fucking wife and about how good he has it. Yeah, they kind of can talk about Christianity and <laughs> Chicago and shit for an hour on stage. I just don't want to hear him fucking rap. But it is funny to, to have a festival bring out a headline. Also, how dare this cunt? Because didn't we book him as a fucking headliner at Splendor in the Grass? 2017, 2018 or something? That cunt pulled out. Now he's here to have a chat. Fuck you, Chance the Rapper. You know what? I am going to go to his fucking press conference. I got some fucking words for Mr. Chance. For Mr. Rapper. Fucking hyped up, dude. I'm on my second coffee of the day. Haven't done fucking anything. I feel like, um... I feel like, um... Uh... What's it called? I feel like, um... I feel like, you know... I don't know, I just feel like it's... I kind of have that lockdown feeling. I've just been home alone all week. So I kind of feel like, hey, like... This podcast is the first person I'm really talking to for... A while, so, yeah... I'm just excited to chat. Excited to get back into it, man. Um, yeah, what else? What else has been going on? Um, 
I guess during this uh, during this time off work, I've been trying to fill my days going on walks. I'm one of these people who can't just walk for a walk though. I need to have a goal, I need to have a destination. Um, uh, so mainly what that turns in, into is um, just walking to 7-Eleven to get a frozen Coke. Just, just the complete opposite of what you're trying to achieve with the walk. You know, get the brain movement, oh, get the muscles moving, get the brain a little switched on. And then just fucking, you know, maybe uh, fucking, because you know the worst thing to do during a walk would be losing weight. Can't have that. Better go buy a fucking liter of frozen Coke. And the fucking cups are fucking huge. Also, look, a couple of things. I got. Let me tee off about 7-Eleven and their Slurpees. All right. First and foremost, a dollar fifty now. I said what? I said a dollar fifty now. That's what we're doing, 7-Eleven. That's how you guys want to rock and roll. That's how you cunts want to operate. Shame on you. We look. Here's the thing, 7-Eleven. We have allowed you to not pay your employees for such a long time, thinking that the savings were going to be passed down onto us. But no. Instead, you're underpaying workers, and now you're overselling your consumers. No wonder you cunts are out of business. No wonder you cunts are fucking losing the plot. You have no loyalty, 7-Eleven. No loyalty at all. You stab everyone in the back. You're going you're gonna to look around one day, 7-Eleven, and realize, hey, I've got no friends. Because I mistreated everyone. Because I'm a fucking piece of shit. You know? It's dead set. It's so expensive, these fucking Slurpees now, dog. Am I the only one who's mad about this? Come on. Pies as well there, now five bucks? Can't, what the fuck? What is this fucking, fucking Gordon Ramsay's restaurant? With these goddamn prices? Five bucks for a 7-Eleven pie? Suck my dick. Fucking pissed off, dude. I'm also mad because the two of the, my closest 7-Elevens are gone. Which makes the walk better. I have to go a little further, but... <sighs> you know? You feel me? All these 7-Elevens. The first 7-Eleven that was closest to me was gone. Then the second closest is now gone. I had to use it. You know, how, you know how desperate shit's getting. I had to go to a Coles Express the other day. That's what I'm saying. We're living in evil, evil times. Ter- they're the worst timeline, dude. I had to use a Coles Express like a fucking, like a povcon. This is just a POV into my poverty, you know, and some real shit. Tell you what though, just saw that frozen coke chat. I think I'm gonna get one of this recording. I think I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing, man. Just slurping. Watching hella YouTube as well. Hella YouTube, dude. 
I was watching, uh, yeah, I was watching this YouTube video about, um, it's, it's so, this is, I could have just watched the series, but I watched a YouTube video summarizing a TV series. You know, that's because that's the type of hell that we live in. Why would we want to watch the show when we can watch a couple of cunts talk about the show? That's what we're doing. And now, you're going to listen to a cunt talk about some... It's just it's just content Chinese whispers and nothing, no racial undertones under that. I love TikTok. So... so I don't know if that was racist. Again, I... I don't know, dude. We live in fucking crazy times. Tough times. We just got the no vote. Now I'm on a podcast being kind of racist. What the fuck is going on in this country? What is going on? Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I was watching this. um, I was watching these guys talk about this show um, that was on the WWE Network. Uh, back when it launched. So if you don't know what the WWE Network is, first and foremost, congratulations. Seems like you're living a great life. Um, the, the WWE Network was pretty much... Uh, re- WWE started their own Netflix. And the goal of it was that you could go and watch old wrestling shows, like old pay-per-views, like SummerSlams, all the WrestleManias, all of that. Um, some old WWE Raws and Smackdowns. Um, but then they also thought, you know, fuck, man. We need to get some original programming in. Um, and the original programming, it wasn't... Docu- I mean, you know, they had some documentaries about famous matches, famous events, famous people. Um, but they also made a couple of reality, reality TV shows. And one of them was this show called Legends House. So Legends House, it's like... Big Brother, Geordie... No, it's like, not Big Brother, more like Geordie Shaw, uh, or Jersey Shaw, kind of one of those shows, where they get eight old wrestlers in there, and um, they just all have to live together. And (laughs) what becomes really apparent with watching it, and this is pretty much, (laughs) again, I, (laughs) I am just ripping off Everything I saw in this video. I, this is no, there's no original ideas in this podcast, okay? I haven't had the mental capacity to be original. So I'm just spitballing some stuff. Um, but yeah, so what happened is in the show, um, there's these eight dudes. They're all 80 years old, 70 to 80 years old. And they're all fucked, man. Like they're all on... Like you see their bed stands and you know those old people medications. They're just going to wake up and take eight pills just to fucking stimulate their dick enough to get a little fucking piss going. It's just fucking dire situations. And it starts off very like cheesy and fun. Like, oh, we're going to, um, you know, we're going to go all do a male strip dance. Are you know Chippendales? Like they do it, they do like a Chippendales routine um, in like one of the first couple episodes. But then as the show goes on, uh, it becomes like a character study of these old wrestlers who were famous in the 80s and now a lot of them are broke, fucking drug addicts, fucking they've seen the 
death of many of their friends because again I don't know how much you're into wrestling but some kind of sad facts about it is that wrestlers die young <laughs> they die really young like all of them all of them fucking die from drug use they're your heroes as well how fucked is that these fucking children's heroes fucking dying because they just take 50 pain pills a day because they've done too many backflips off a steel cage. Oh yeah, man, that's the shit. That's um, that's what happened. That's the sad reality of it. Um, that's the sad reality of it. Um, and yeah, it just turns into this fucking man. It just freaked me out watching it because the way that these dudes talk about death and just and just seeing old man loneliness. I think that's what I've been struggling with a little lately. Old man loneliness. I, it just, dude, it gives me the heebie-jeebies thinking about. I, I figured out what I'm scared of. Old man loneliness, you know? Like, you know, these guys, like, they're just fucking... The ending of the show, of the Legends House, and again, spoiler alert, um, is one of the wrestlers, Pat Patterson, is singing My Way by Frank Sinatra. And it cuts to all the other wrestlers watching him. And they're all fucking crying. And they're not crying because Pat Patterson's such a beautiful singer. No, they're crying because they can all relate to the lyrics and to the man singing the song. Of fucking... Just living life in a debaucherous way. And it doesn't fucking matter because you did it your way. And now you got nothing to show for it. These cunts have nothing to show. Dude, imagine being 80, all right? And having to take a job where you live in a house with seven cunts you haven't seen in 40 fucking years because you blew it all on bullshit. Dude, watch, just watch me show up at Triple J house in 27, no, 66 or whatever. It's going to be brutal. Woodhead's going to be old as fuck. Barely walking. Fucking gout. Probably. Probably. Probably got a bit of gout. It's going to be fucking brutal, dude. It's going to be fucking... It's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. That's kind of what I've been spiraling with at the moment. Having a couple of fucking, you know, a bit worried about the future. Bit worried about the future, dude. That's alright. We'll keep it pushing. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, dude. Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah, sorry for that. I mean, I know that all sounded happy, but there are some pretty fucking, um, you know, intense undertones in it. Um,. But yeah, man, that's all right. Look, it's just one of those weird times of the... I always get a bit fucking loopy-doopy at the near the tail end of the year. You know, you start looking at, looking at what you've done in 2023, what you want to do in 2024. And uh, yeah, you just get a bit fucking anxious about shit. Well, I do at least, you know. And if you do as well, hey, I think... What I'm trying to say is that you're not alone. End of the year kind of vibe. Especially not even, it's not even real end of the year. Like it's, 
October now. Oh, this is how dumb I am. I mean, yeah, we're at the 10th. November is when, is when it starts getting a little... See, the 10th is hard because it's so close to... It's not close enough to... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not close enough to stop start slacking off. But it's also not far enough to really give a fuck about anything. Is that... Uh, yeah, that's fucked. But that's just what it is. Yeah, I think uh, best time, best thing you can do at these times, you know, if you are going through it, if you are feeling this way, just go take care of yourself, you know, fucking do something for you. I've been playing video games, not the best way of, not the best form of self-care, but it is a form. It's definitely a form. You can't fucking argue that. You can't argue that with me. Um... I've also been reading, uh, I've been reading Rick Rubin's book about creativity. It's very calming. It's very, it's a good little book. Um, Rick Rubin's kind of a funny character though. I didn't know that this kind doesn't play the instruments. He's just a professional viber. He walks into a room, you play him his track and he's just like, vibes are a little off. And they're like, damn Rick, you right. And he goes, yeah, I, that'll be half a million dollars, dog. System of a down. We're going to have to put a system in where you give me a down payment, okay? Chop suey up a check, can't. Um, do you hear that? Like, that's one of the funniest stories about the Rick about Rick Rubin when he was producing System of a Down, Chop Suey, is um, Serge, the singer uh, of System of a Down, they got to the bridge part, uh, and he didn't have any... He had the melody for it, but he didn't have the lyrics. And then Rick Rubin was like, go pick a book off the wall, open it up, point to it, and those will be your lyrics. And what you hear on the song is the, uh, Father dear, hide I commend my spirits. Father dear, why have you forsaken me? You know, like that part. Um, I know, which, (laughs) wow. Doing a lot of singing on the podcast lately. And I do apologize for that. But you know. Just gotta get my fucking ideas out there, man. Um, but yeah, so he pointed to the book, got those lyrics. Which isn't like cool, it's a cool story. That's a cool story that Rick has, but it's also it's like you didn't do fucking anything. You didn't do anything. You just vibed out. The way you produce this song is the same way an English teacher acts when you ask for help. Oh, miss, I don't know what I should do in my short story. Well, why don't you read someone else's story and get a little inspiration? Ah, thanks, miss. How about you give me some fucking scene prompts? How about you fucking, we play of, I don't know, how about you just give me a fucking starting direction? Not just, read a book. Fuck off, Rick Rubin. You know what? I'm going to see how much Rick Rubin's net worth is, and I know I'm going to be fucking furious about it. All right, here we go. Here we go, dude. Yep. All right. Yep. 
around 250 to 300 million dollars. Come the fuck on, man. 300 million, 250 million to 300 million dollars just to be a professional fucking vibe. Just to sit around and go, yeah, sounds dope, dog. I mean, look, I'm sure it's more than that. I am sure he does more than just sit around and... I'm sure he does more than produce like he's in a fashion montage in a shitty 80s rom-com. You know? I'm sure he does more than just thumbs up and thumbs down. It'd be more impressive if all his songs didn't kind of sound the same. Like, you know, he was he was a big producer for the Beastie Boys. What did he do in those sessions? Hey guys, I think it'd be really cool if, uh, if we just used a rock sample and fucking yelled a bit. The Beastie Boys like, God damn it, Rick, you've done it again, brother. You've done it again. And then he just makes the same Beastie Boys type beat for Jay-Z and Eminem. And it's like, yeah, I guess he's worked with everyone. He just makes the same song. Anyway, I've been reading his book. <laughs> talking shit about the cunt for fucking five minutes. And still like, yes, but um, I am I am learning a lot from his teachings. Um, honestly, it's a good book. Um, you know, if you want to be more creative. Uh, it's got some stuff in there. It's definitely got some stuff. Um... But yeah, just trying to read more, I think. But yeah, man. I guess it's not really working. I, I haven't felt very creative this past week, but uh, it's, it's been a pleasure doing this podcast once again. Um, I hope you've been enjoying it. Again, I've been good, getting good feedback on this, so I'm definitely going to keep... We're pretty deep into it now. I'm four in. I've been doing it for a month, so we're fucking... We're in, we're in the muck of it. Um... But look, if you could do me a favor, one, if you could hit a review on Spotify, that'd be sick. Maybe hit it with that five stars. The five star frog splash, that fucking like button dog. Um, And also just tell your friends about it. You know, if you got a friend who likes playing video games and just likes a bit of background noise, I think this is the best background noise podcast in town. You know, it's not just the voice. There's a bit of music under it. You might get a laugh, fucking call a day. So yeah, tell your friends, hit the review. Um, and yeah, keep listening, man. Sorry for it being a bit of a short one this week. Just didn't have much to talk about that wasn't um, depressing. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we got some fresh tales next week. Something a bit more uplifting and we can kind of look towards the future. Anyway, though, uh, I'm going to get out of here. Love you heaps, stay safe. 